0: pastor asked me to share the word of god uh, i think it was like two months ago and um, i was thinking what could i share with you today Uh, what haven't we heard and uh, i believe that i want to share a topic that touches i think every one of us in very deep ways um and uh, many years ago, I wrote a song um, because of all the internal issues and conflicts that I was going through with what has gone in my life, um, the situations that I experienced in life, and where that took me. And. Um, As I was writing this message, um, I was finally able to understand um, that I am lovable, that we are lovable, that it doesn't matter where we come from, it doesn't matter where we're going, God loves us. It is us who draws away from him. And at times, because of issues in our past, we step aside from the presence of God, and our lives become a turmoil. And I want to share this song um, with you, and as you can notice, I am very emotionally um, today, so I ask that um, you will bear with me, Um, have compassion on me today as i share this song with you an individual who, who has gone through a lot of things, and not only myself, but each and every one who is sitting in this audience today, in this church, has a story. Some of us do not have boats and trips and uh, different exotic adventures. Some of, us, some of us have had the grime. Some of us travel through muddy roads and some of us are just barely hanging on. But I believe that through everything, that could be different or not normal has become one of the greatest trends around the world. Even today in many countries around the world, it is a crime punishable by death if they find out that you are different. I have found out that one of the greatest conflicts that members like us have suffered discrimination, especially from branches of the conservative church. I want this morning to share the profound thoughts I had buried in my life for almost 40 years. When you grow up in an environment where everything is related with religion, it makes it even difficult for individuals like us to be able to be who we truly are or who we're meant to be. I knew I was different at the age of three. Did not know what it was. My mother found out that as an early child, I had a deformity in my spinal cord and I was required to go for swimming therapy and because of that um, I had to do swimming classes for the rest of my life actually as I continue growing in church one of the main things that I learned and this was drilled on us every day is that God hates sin I have read the Old Testament when I was a child, logically, the children Bibles, and knew or had been convinced that my sexual identity, according to the Bible, was a sin. I was really scared, growing insecure, and even felt guilty for who I was, that I was not truthful to myself and to others, and I could not understand why I loved God so much, and yet he hated me because of what I was. I grew up so confused but somehow managed to in some way cope and live with my sexual identity and my faith. It is not easy when you grow in church and occasionally you are condemned for who you are. It took me many years to finally understand some of the passages in the Old Testament and some in the New Testament to finally understand that God never makes a mistake It was not an error or a loophole in my conception that made me who I am today. The word of God clearly states that it was he that formed me and every one of us. It does not matter your religion, your race, your country of origin or the passport you claim to have. Every individual that is born on planet Earth was formed by God Yes, Amen. the prophet Jeremiah clearly says it that the creator knew us mm. that we were sanctified before we were born mm. so where do religions and denominations get the idea that those that are members of our community are hated by the creator can God make mistakes the simple and unedited answer to that question is no we have been sanctified by the creator. The prophet Jeremiah never says that we have been cursed by the creator. And the creator also has a plan for each and every one of us as well. Jeremiah 29:11 says, "For I know the plans I have for you," declares the Lord, "plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future." The next thing that we must understand Once we know that we are created with a purpose, that we have been sanctified and were formed by the Creator, is that we are loved. Many of us have grown in church and have memorized Bible verses, either for some form of competition or maybe at Bible camp. Whatever the reason you memorize Bible verses, we fail to understand the true meaning of what they mean. Yes, we hear that the Creator loves us, But for some of us who did not grow up with a paternal influence or maternal influence or both, it is not easy to understand that someone who we can't even see, hear, touch can love us so much. The Word of God says that He loves us so much that He sent His Son to die for us. At times we have been led to believe that God cannot love someone like me. But then again, John 3.16 clearly defeats that because it says that God so loved the world. It did not say that God loved only straight individuals or that God chose a specific social group to love. No. The word of God says that he loved the world that includes you When we are able to understand this simple truth, we realize that we have missed so much. And even some of us have left church because we were constantly criticized or condemned. What is my response once I understand these two true facts? The psalmist says it very clearly. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Is there someone this morning in the house of God that can state the same thing today? Yes. At times I would wonder while growing up in the orphanage in Ecuador, was I a mistake? Why did my parents give me away? Many questions would come up in my mind. I was always put down because of my teacher's they always thought that I was dumb. And all, they always made it a point to remind me of that, that every day. Why God would create an individual not that intelligent? These were some of the many cries that I would pray at nights. At times it seemed that my eyes would dry up because of the many tears I would shed those nights. Understanding this third point would become crucial in my life. Hey, I've been ministering since I was very young. I went to Bible school, have read the Bible backwards and forwards, and yet all that knowledge could not enlighten the question I had had for so many years. I am very thankful that God brought into my life my former spouse, who during the 10 years we were together taught me to love myself and to accept love. Because I grew up without that in my life. It was very difficult for me to understand that and to be able to accept that from people. Once I began to open these doors that had been shut and rusted out for many years, was I finally able to understand that I was lovable and that God loved me. And that there were others who truly loved me, but I would not allow them in my life. In the same manner, I knew God loved me, but I never allowed the Creator to actually open my spiritual heart and accept the love that He had been offering me for so many years. When this finally happened, I understood that I was not a mistake. That I was not dumb. That I could accomplish greatness in life. Yes. Yes. I have made mistakes, mm-hmm. I have fallen, and I have gotten up, Yes, but that would have not happened had I understood the word of God mm-hmm. and actually believed it. The last thing that complements these three points is one of the most difficult ones for the community because we are faced each day with ridicule, abuse, fun, and even physical harm. Well, in Ecuador, I became one of the first individuals to begin fighting for our rights. It was a crime until 2008, punishable by prison, torture, and you could even be killed at the hands of the police or individuals who hated you. There was no complaining, and you couldn't even go to the authorities. I was beaten. Two times by the police. Kidnapped once. Tortured for one day. And my life threatened. God, how can I love people who made harm? How can you ask me to love those that have made my life miserable Mm -hmm. there is just one simple answer to that God commands us to forgive the book to the Ephesians chapter 432 states be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. It is easy to read, but how difficult to do, especially to those who have hurt us so much. We must be the first ones to actually show love and not hate to those that put us down, those that mock us and ridicule us, we have to be above that. John thirteen thirty five says, "By this everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another." So, if we are professing to be children of God, then how will they know that we are His disciples? Thank you. It is to show them love but also to love our community. The word of God says, a house divided cannot stand. Oh, yes. First John one, 3 one says, see what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. First John 4, 7, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. 1 John 4.8 says, Whosoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. 1 John 4.16 says, And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. First John 4:19 We love because he first loved us. Galatians 2:20 I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live but Christ lives in me. Yes. The life I now live in the body I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 31, 3, The Lord appeared unto us in the past, saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. And the most popular verse that we know by heart is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. John 15.13 says, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. Psalms 8615, but you, Lord, are compassionate and gracious, God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. And I keep, keep reading more and more and more and more scriptures. But my question for us today, this morning, is, have we accepted God's love? How do we react to people who mistreat us? Do we react in a negative way? I want you to visualize the last three days of our Lord. He says that he was a lamb. He never opened his mouth while people were mocking him, making fun of him. His last words before he died was, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. To love is also to be able to forgive. And that is my prayer and hope. That we will go above. That we would be individuals that show God's love towards others. That they may see God in us. Lord, we want to thank you for your word. Yes, Lord, your word is eternal and true. Lord, your word says that we are going to be faced with difficult times, but that you will never leave us or forsake us when everything seems dark when we feel that there is no hope Lord remind us that you are with us that we only need you that you will fight our battles but the greatest thing of all reminds us that you love us with everlasting love. We thank you, Lord.